Hey folks, welcome to Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. An actual play Westmarch's campaign using the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons set in the homebrewed world of Kalidor. My name is Darren Stotrup, and I'll be your Game Master. Last time, our party had delved into the very extent of the borderlands that push into the Scorchian Wilds. As they entered a forest to the east, they discovered an ancient temple with strange symbols of the moon, as well as warnings of a guardian on many legs. As they attempted to force their way into the temple, a swarm of a thousand spiders corralled them into a tunnel of trees and right into a nest of their larger kin. We join our adventurers now as they find themselves surrounded on all sides. Uh, just out of curiosity, <laughs> how flammable is spider webbing? Uh, spider webbing is, it depends on how big of a flame it is, but it is flammable. I mean, it would take a little bit of heat to really get it going because it would kind of singe and kind of melt. It's kind of a weird thing, but it could it could catch fire if it's a good enough fire. I will start showing my portion to allies and see, like, detail with some dark, <laughs> very inflammable thing here. Yeah, going. it's flammable. Now, to be clear, is it ale or is it, like, hard alcohol? No, no, like, hard alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Because I'm thinking you're not going to catch beer on fire. Yeah. No, no, it's like... It's, okay. material. It's, it's a hard, hard alcohol. What's the proof on it? Yeah. <laughs> like 120 plus. So you've kind of, you've mixed this thing up. You're like, look, I've got this, this chunk of wood stuff here, this bark that's soaked in hard alcohol. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will light. My character is inclined to think we should light it and toss it at the webbing. Uh, I mean, as I'm hearing this thing, can I discern the source of the voice here? Yeah, you, you kind of peer in there and you see what looks to be a fairly cocooned oblong kind of a shape and it's kind uh-huh. of shaking and it's right. it's you know attached with some you know some strands of web up in the trees yep. and it's how far how far at 20 feet reachable what do we uh it is probably about 15 feet up and how is it how is it bound into the trees like like some sort of a main tether yeah there's there's probably about like four tethers going to it okay do I have a sense of how far behind us the tide of spiders is? I was going to ask how how close are the, mm-hmm. the carpet? The tide of spiders, they're pretty far behind. You guys were booked. Oh, oh, okay. So the tide got, of, we, of spiders, I are, think like, they're still, moments. yeah, yeah, they're still kind of on their way. If you look back there, you would have a hard time seeing them, but you can hear a well, little bit of it. We, we've gained some distance. put some good distance, yeah. Do we have a sense of how, am I, do I have like a clock in my head of, we have this much time to maybe waste here before we are overwhelmed by a tide of spiders. All park. Am I like I have twenty seconds, or do I have? Yeah, 90 I think seconds? most of us thought they were right behind us still. Yeah, yeah. I would say realistically, you probably have a minute before they would get back to you, roughly. Okay. Maybe at most two minutes. Elias will suggest that she could, with maybe your guys's assistance. So you could maybe blast some of the strands to get the body to drop, such that someone strong could carry it, but then she's going to suggest we light fire to all of the webbing <laughs> to provide uh, some sort of incendiary agent to destroy all these spiders so they don't keep following us. I'm going to draw my short sword out and move to go try to help cut this thing down, this person. Okay. I'm going to do the same. I'll Eldritch blast one of the uh, strands. Okay. Eldritch Blast, how does that work? So it's a 23 to hit. Oh, nice. Yeah, you definitely hit one of those strands. And that'll be uh, five damage to the strand. Probably plenty damage. (laughs) 
Okay, and... Actually, it can get injected with, uh, I think it's a plus two, Mm -hmm. so seven damage to the strand. Okay. So, yeah, you blast one of those strands off. And you see the thing kind of shift down. It's like... It's going so I'm just going to get, like, motion, Rodigrate. Help me cut her down. I'm going to turn to Datura. Tell the owl to find out how much time we have while I'm doing this. I tell... uh, Yeah, I tell Luna to go. Tell me how far the spiders are. Is anyone getting anything out that could, say, ignite a fire? I have a tinderbox. I can pull it out. I'm just still using my longsword on the strand. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're trying to cut him, cut him down. So you go running up there. It is, I mean, it's about 15 feet above you. How are you going to, what is your plan here? Is there, is there a way to get to it? Yeah. How much lower is it now? It drops. It's probably now like 12. Okay. I'll, I'll blast another strand. Okay. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I thought I could like hack at this. I thought I had reach on it or something like that. Is there something I could shoot my bow at to try to complement what Jeremy's doing to accelerate the process here? It's like like a couple of distinct strands. So you've knocked one of the four out. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought that I could get it with my short. I'd like to actually take out my my bow and, and snipe out one of those strands as well. Okay, so go. So what was the, the Elch Blast? What was it? I hit? got a seven to hit. That will not hit. Okay. Uh, and what is your uh, arrow then? My arrow, fly true, baby. That is an 11. 11 will hit. Alrighty. And th- I mean, I'm just, until this thing is coming down and while that's happening, I'm going to say, Rodiger, catch this thing while we're trying to shoot it out. Okay, so you're, you're making a couple shots here. What is the What are the rest of you guys doing? I'm trying to roll if it's fall to catch that thing. Okay, so you're running right underneath it. Oh, jeez. Okay. What is Datura doing? I got out my tinderbox. Okay. Very good. And Aurora, what are you doing? really know what my actions are available to me. Um, I've got a dagger. Could I throw my dagger at one of the strands? You sure could. And then let me also have... No, let me let me have you guys roll for it. It'll be better if you do. For what? I, I, what I are we rolling? rolling? Uh, perception. 16. Perception. Can I have an advantage because of Luna? Okay. 19 for perception. Okay. So we've got 16, 19, 11. 11, 11, and 21. 21 for me. 21. Okay. You are the only person that notices that while they are attacking this thing, you see there's not much in the way of shadow, but some sort of darkness moving up in the trees. And it's fairly large and has limbs. Has limbs. (laughs) It's silently moving down towards the commotion that's going on with this bundle. I'm gonna shout, it's coming faster. I'm gonna wild shape and go into my panther form. So you hear like this, animal if you've ever heard it like a panther or a jaguar kind of do their wildcat wildcat sound <laughs> that's what you're gonna hear i'll have heard this and, before yeah. so i'm ready for it <laughs> and just suddenly burst forth this larger than you might normally expect it's a black fur but it has kind of a bluish tint and these glowing pale eyes and i'm ready for whatever's gonna come down from the trees are you still holding the tinderbox, or did you I drop it? I it at you. Okay. Here, let me have everybody roll initiative. <laughs> nice. 22. Nice. I got a six. A six, okay. I got an eight. Oh, man. Bloody hell. 11. Looks like it is Elias' turn. Okay. So, um, just to make sure I understand, I am not aware of this giant thing up above me, right? I shouted before I wild shaped to let you okay. know. 
like a big one is coming and pointing and whatever. Okay. And just for clarification, the bottle of really hard alcohol is still in Rotger's hand, correct? Correct. Okay. And the tinderbox is in my hand. So I'm going to hand the tinderbox to Rotger. Okay. And then I will cast one more Eldritch Blast to try to knock down a strand to help get that person off. Okay. Go ahead. Does a 13 hit. A 13 hits. So that'll be 12 damage to the strand. Oh, yeah. yeah. You blast that talking. strand. Out. Nice so two, two or three of the strands now are broken. He got, I got one. He got two. Okay, yeah. So this only has one more strand. So you do the whole thing. Just, and it starts like swinging in the air and just dangling now. Is it now. reachable by Rotiger now? Is it like down where he could like just pull it? Or is it? Uh, it's still probably about nine feet to the, you know, the just jump end of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Your dwarf easy. legs. Yes. <laughs> but I have the athletics and the acrobatics, so yeah. Uh, high jump. Uh, there is a rule for high jump. Um, <laughs> jump. I, I was am, mostly kidding. I'm still going to suggest to Rodiger that he lights the fire because that'll take a while to get going. And so we'll be able to finish it, getting him down while the fire gets going. Norora, it is your turn. What are you doing? Um, what I can do. <laughs> um, I think I just have a dagger, a longsword, right? You should, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you didn't choose spells. Oh, no. I, didn't, I don't think Which, I could. Because uh, you should you should have a couple of spells that you can cast right now, so... The oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> suggest... Well, in theory, you would have picked these by now. Yeah. Do we want to have her hold her turn for a second, and Darren, you can figure out what that spider is doing? Sure. And then I'm going to try to figure out what spells would be reasonable for her to have Normal. that'd be really um, helpful yeah. happy to yeah. okay wait it's gonna be ansem's turn here in just one second but yes let's do that otherwise though yeah ansem what are you gonna do well it's it's w1 is up first w1 is oh oh okay all right um and, the, and you said there's one strand left mm-hmm. oh, this, first, this okay. thing is but just that... swinging around here okay this this big well Big spider looks. This thing that's coming at us that um, Datura has identified. Does it look particularly tough? Or I, I don't know. Do I have a sense of? I mean, you can I, look. I, out, you I can, see it. You know, she's made it known that there's something here. It is a big old nasty. It looks like a, it looks like a, a big black widow that is of large size. Okay, that's pretty terrifying. I I'm going to mark that as my favored foe, which nice. I need twice per long rest, and then I'm going to take a sharpshooter shot at that. So that is going to be an extra D4 on damage rolls. So it just it just it makes me punch a little harder. So I'm going to do that, which it's hard to modify. There's that. So I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll and then add the modifiers myself because I don't have it set up. So yeah, yeah. this is sharpshooter, so it's a plus seven normally, minus five is it for a plus two. Lucky numbers. That is a a big natty twenty, baby. Oh, nice. Boom. Okay. Boom. So, first natural twenty of the game, yeah. That's right. First of the campaign. Alright, so I'm gonna roll uh for be those of you who are not do. familiar with this, the natural twenty means he gets to roll his damage twice and then add the modifier to it. So I'm gonna roll it's a D eight. The D eight. Oh my gosh, an Ocho! 
eight, so that's nine. Yeah, 15, 17 plus three is 20, plus 10 for sharpshooter is 30 damage. Nice work. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. I, I, well, I, I crit the guy and had really high rolls. So He really did roll well. Oh my gosh. Okay, so tell me what's going on here. So, so I, I see that thing, and again with my drow heritage, I know spider anatomy, so I, I picked whatever the weakest, like most painful, just effective spot is on that that big bastard and uh, just pulled back on my massive longbow and let fly with a brilliant shot. And you said that was how much damage total? 30. Three zero. Three. Yep. 17 plus 3 for the longbow. And then my sharpshooter feat allows me to take a minus 5 attack penalty to get a plus 10 to damage. That's fantastic. You know, of all the people I've played, nobody's used that feature that they have because they're too... Really? Yeah, yeah. It's real good. But, uh, it's badass. <laughs> Did you just yeah. see this? <laughs> that was insane. So yeah, you you just... You see the arrow just kind of go... And you see it like hit the face part, go through the face part, hit into the abdomen, go through the abdomen. You just see like... The whole backside of the spider just blow open and just Ooh. black ichor spewing all over the white webs behind it. And you see like this momentary screech with nothing more as it just like falls flat down and its <laughs> legs are already starting to curl up into itself. It's like, wow. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> One shot killed your boss monster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we needed it today. And be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this before. Detura's seen this before. She's like, nice. Let's keep going, people. We've got surprised. I'm like so worried that one more hit's going to kill everybody. No, just one hit's going to take out the boss. Okay. That was about uh, as lucky as I could get. That was sure. beautiful. Well done, sir. Detura, what are you doing? Detura lets out a nice roar, saying whatever that, you know, Panthers do. <laughs> okay. Any Anything else? Oh, is it my turn now? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, was, I thought that's what your turn was. I was like, you're just going to roar? <laughs> no, that was, no, I just, that was just uh, in reaction. I assume that I can still telepathically communicate with Luna in this form. So I'm listening for her to tell me how close the spiders are, but I'm going to move over actually next to um, Rodiger to try to like be ready for when this person drops so that I can help catch and, and maybe... Maybe it can use me as conveyance. Okay. At, so that's my movement, and I'm gonna hold my action in case another large spider something shows up. I'll be ready to attack it instead. Okay, Rodiger, what are you doing? I will look back and see if the little spiders are coming, and maybe be ready to throw the parallel call with the bark. Yeah, one of the that spider that had attacked Norora, it's. It, it has come out and has approached a little bit. Like, it's kind of starting to scurry its way towards you. Okay, so we'll throw that thing. We're going to light it on fire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm assuming you, you had already started working on lighting it on fire while everybody else was doing their stuff. Yeah. And then you give this a chuck at this guy. Let me have you roll a uh, an attack. Do you have a ranged attack? Ranged attack? Uh-huh. Do you have any sort of ranged attack weapons? No. Otherwise, it would be dex dexterity, I believe. So it would be a d20 plus your dex modifier. 17. Okay, so 17. Perfect. Yep. You 
throw this thing and bam, like smacks it right in its spidery face. And then let me have you roll, uh, let's say a 1d6. Three. Three, okay. So you throw this and it hits it and like you see it kind of like splash a bit and then you see some fire kind of leap out and it gets on it and it's, uh, you see kind of like tense up a little bit and it's kind of like waving its legs everywhere. So you do three damage to it. Anything else you do? Um, no, ready to catch somebody. So you're, you're getting ready to try and catch the other guy? Yes. Okay, cool. The swarm of spiders seem to kind of like halt where they are. They kind of encroach, they kind of stop where they are and they're just kind of just waiting there. You're not sure what they're doing here. That spider that had attacked, he comes running up to Datura and is gonna take an attack at her. If it comes close, I'm going to attack as well because I was holding that. That's right. Yeah, you do get to do that. You see him come up. You attack first as it comes running up to you. And depending, I, I know we. I've got some spells for Narora to play with if we want. I've just tried to grab some that seem useful if we want to let her thread in here during this little interaction or right after. Just FYI. Let's jump to Narora first because she was technically ahead of that. Okay. Okay. So Narora, I've got a couple of spells for you. I'm going to try to give you only a few options. There's like an AOE blast you can have. You can try to make somebody fall down in fits of paralytic laughter so that they can't take any actions at all. You can blanketly try to make a group of enemies fall asleep, and you'll get some of them, probably. You can heal somebody minorly for, like, two to six hit points, probably, from, like, anywhere in about 30 range. And you can psychically attack people in a couple different ways that I'll describe if you want to do that. Generally, what would you like to do right now? Do you want to try to attack this spider that basically took your life in half. Like, are you pissed? Yeah, okay. no, I'd be happy to attack the spider, but sounds great. Let's do okay. that. Okay. So, Darren, she's going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay. Her casting attack is a uh, four spell attack. It's a plus four, so that means it's a Wisdom 13 DC for the thingy. Wisdom 13. And, Chelsea, you're going to roll 3d6. It rolls a four. Nice. Oh, sweet. So it's going to do full psychic damage. This is going to be pretty fun. And run away from you. Do I need to roll something or no? Yeah, so you need to roll 3d6. Okay, so that's 12. Okay. Nice. 12 psychic damage and it has to run away from her as quickly as possible. It doesn't even get a chance to. It, like... It like looks over and man, you guys are just one shot destroying these guys. So you like look at this thing and tell me tell me what this looks like when you cast your dissonant whisper. It says flavor wise that you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice can hear. So what are you doing to this spider? Oh <laughs> you are a bard and you are making yeah. some crazy music. I've got some really creepy music stored up, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, you go into the, the most ominous, eerie sort of a thing that you could do for this spider, and it just starts, like, shaking, and, like, it goes to turn around, but then you just see, all of a sudden see it go, uh, just, like, go limp and just, like, hit the ground. And then... <laughs> Woo! Chelsea! <laughs> One well shot. Thank you for helping me with that. Yeah, of course. You guys are uh, really dispatching these things quite nicely. <laughs> Okay. So I will not attack it, and I'm going to wait <laughs> if another one of these things shows up. Yeah. You look over, and you see one of these traps, but it's a, it sees what's going on, and it kind of like <laughs> jumps back down underneath that trap. Uh, and you see the spiders, the, the like swarm of spiders over in the distance, and they, you see them like start to kind of creep backward a bit. I roar again. You roar at them, yeah. Okay, so you roar at them, and you see them all kind of scatter, and you see that little like that little lid kind of 
like pull itself down tighter. I would say you guys are pretty much taking control of this scene uh, without extending it much further than it, than it perhaps needs to be. You still have this guy uh, of some sort of dangling up there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we need to cut him down, so... Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got an arrow knocked, but I'm mostly, like, looking for other threats uh, at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it seems, at this point, it seems like most of the, the spidery kind of things have decided that they don't really want to mess with you folks. <laughs> They've seen its big boss get taken out in one hit. They saw this other thing basically just die in standing in place. Uh, <laughs> there, there's some sort of whisper that must have happened. They couldn't hear any of it, right? So uh, they're kind of freaked out by this group that have come running in there. I'll take a shot at the last strand. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that's going to be a 23 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. And so that'll be seven damage. Seven. Okay, so you fire at this thing, and it's uh, it it cuts through, and it looks like it's it only gets about like halfway through, but as this object is spinning a bit more, it just and starts to break down. Radiger or Detura, are you? What was the plan? There was were you gonna try and break it? Fall? Were you gonna grab it? Yeah, Tama got to. Okay, so you you see this thing start like falling down, and you jump up and grab it just in time. Let me have you roll a uh, athletics. One, two, one. Twenty-one. Nice. Beautiful. We're crushing it tonight. Yeah. So this thing starts crashing down, and then you like, even though it's coming at you, kind of missile shaped. You know, you just you manage to like swoop around and grab this thing and keep it from hitting the ground. Even at you're like, how tall are you? Like maybe five foot, four foot, somewhere around there. Yeah. So you manage to grab this guy. <laughs> And you see, it's just like this bundle of like a cocoon it's like shaking around I'm gonna put my bow and put my arrow back and I've got a dagger I'm gonna pull out I'm gonna place my hand on the, the person to just speak loudly like hold still I'm gonna cut you out oh my gosh who are you people where, where the heck did you come from we're friendly as far as you know but we have bigger fish to fry I'm going to look back like to the tour and be like, where's the spider tide? There's more. There's a tide of spiders. I'm going to look around, but I'm going to sit down to kind of indicate that I'm not as on guard. Yeah. Are you still in your panthery shape? Yeah. Keep oh, it. yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks over. He's like, <gasps> she's, a fr- she's a friend. She's a friend. I've been through a lot. <laughs> Going to try to say some calming words to uh, calm this individual down probably a good idea just as he's turning it around and he sees the giant black widow thing on the ground uh would you like me to roll a persuasion to get calm down yeah what do you what are you telling him well uh <laughs> just so you know i got an eight <laughs> okay um so basically um i i know you're you've just found yourself here in the midst of a, a giant spider nest um but uh, we're here to get you out <laughs> Um, are there any more of these things? I'm going to shake my head, although I'm looking at the spot where I know the one has, the big one kind of is, <laughs> is holed up. I'm I'm still watching, I, uh, but I'm going <laughs> to pretend. Okay. So he's kind of like looking at you and he like, he kind of sees this cat thing shake its head and then like look over somewhere else. He's, uh, and we're sure that thing is, oh, is with you. <laughs> yes, I'm sure she's with us. I will huff. All right, well. I, I don't know what to say. I, you guys have saved my life just in time. Uh, they, they'd taken me yesterday, and, uh, and and they'd wrapped me up. I don't know if they were saving me for something, but uh, you guys saved me first. I appreciate that. Certainly. 
Was that your fire by the temple nearby? Yes, yes. I don't know how you guys managed to come across that, but I am more thankful than you'll ever know. Yes. Well, we're... What, uh, what brought you out here? Foolishness, evidently. I had heard great stories of adventures all my life, and I wanted to, to be one of them, and I, I don't think it's what I'm cut out for. What if you... Uh, well, perhaps you would uh, care to accompany us uh, to some place where we can um, settle down somewhere safe for the evening? He kind of is looking around, you like trying to call me, like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know just the place. I can, I can take you there. It'd, it'd be the least that I could do for all of you. Um, and if we're quite certain that thing is okay, then it can come as well. Her name is Datura. Datura. Uh, and I, I bow my head and purr a little bit. Okay, good, good kitty. Although at the good kitty, I kind of <laughs> withdraw just a little. <laughs> Um, so he's still pretty freaked out, but he's like kind of gathering his bearings. He's taken off some of the spider webs and everything. And, uh, and you see, he is dressed in what should be like adventure clothing, you know, but it looks too new. It looks like he just got it off the shelf and like headed out into the, the wilderness with it. But he's got all the appropriate gear and garb. I'm going to look at Ansem and because he's, we've worked together before, I'm going to motion my head in a way that you know, kind of indicates, like, we need, we should go, like, get moving. I'm just going to ask him, and is there anything you need before we get out of here? We're not sure this is safe to stay. I don't need anything more than safety, I think. Okay. I'm going to open up my bag and, and go over to Narora, and I've got I've got my uh, supply of good berries that I make each night, and so I'm, I'm going to hand her, uh, I guess, I don't know how many it is, but I'll give her enough to eat so that she can heal up to full out of that, which would be seven. Okay. So I'll give her seven of those. So I'm down to 13 now. Thank you. You got 13 still? So they're 10 per spell slots. And I, I had two of them from the night before this. So yeah, I generally, my, my, my goal is to burn spell slots to have good berries on hand from the prior day because they have a 24-hour lifespan, so I can carry Yeah, yeah. So I've got 13 of those because I only have two spell slots as a ranger. Did the fiery thing that um, Rodiger throw catch anything else on fire? Is the forest, like, starting to be burnt down, or is the, it No, like... the forest is, is all right. It wasn't too big of a fire, and it was it's mostly green around this, this part. Okay. So thankfully not, but it was... Most of it got on the spider, <laughs> and the spider had been kind of still somewhat on fire as it ran forward but it's also that like quick you know alcohol kind of fire that kind of goes out pretty quick okay and so none of the webbing got caught and started no thankfully not no yeah okay the webbing would be more like tunneled alongside the top and sides of the trees okay all right well i'm gonna start looking for a way out is this the spider tide is like there like in eyesight just kind of like uh, or did they kind of back off entirely they seem to be like kind of dispersing okay you know they're, they're kind of like going back into various parts okay. of the woods it's seemingly safe. Um, some of them are kind of crawling down into that other hole mm-hmm. you know you see like a few of these old spots and you don't know where they're going but they look like they're going into holes seeing that there's no immediate danger i'm i'm just gonna try to look and see if maybe any other adventurers were here who befell the fate of this man but worse and, and left behind any goodies for us and i'll i'll, I'll ask for a hand i'm, I'm just gonna say <laughs> I would tell the tour you keep watch and let us know if if there's any danger. Someone come help me search. I'm just gonna try to see if we can find you know discarded corpses. Yeah. Okay. I am. 
perhaps not too helpful with the seven perception. <laughs> Shouldn't it be in- investigation? Um, yeah, it'd be investigation if you're looking for specific okay. things. What should we roll for general trying to find goodies? If you're just looking around, then it'd be perception. But if you're looking okay. for anything in like particular, then you can Survey says 20. 30, 20. You see like this area that like, it's another one of those sort of cocoon things. And as you start mm-hmm. like tearing the webbing away from that, uh, you see that there is uh, a skeleton in there. And there is still a good leather pouch on it, like attached to its okay. side. Okay, nice. So if you yeah. open that up, you get 16 silver pieces, a <laughs> vial of some sort of silver like fluid. Okay. And a turnip. It's pretty moldy. Uh, I will leave the turnip behind. Uh, but is is the does the pouch seem valuable in and of itself, or is it? Sure. Like, yeah, it's like a nice little leather pouch. It's still doing all right. I'm gonna throw. <laughs> I'm gonna toss the turnip out. You also find ten silver pieces and some other like very desiccated garlic. And elsewhere, you see what looks to be like a scroll kind of rolled up. Oh, okay. Is it like sealed or something that can be opened? No, it's it's just rolled up. Okay. Can it's I? It's got like a leather strap on it. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm I'm curious by nature, but I'm not stupid either. Is it like it, it looks safe to open? As you're as you're looking at it, the guy that you had just rescued looks over. He's like, oh, oh, you you found my map. I guess so. <laughs> and he he kind of like goes over to. It. He's like, it's like, oh, uh, thank you. It, no, you know what? I don't think that this business is for me. This has already got me into trouble. So why don't why don't you just go ahead and keep this? I think this adventuring business is a bit more suited to you. I, I I'll take it and nod to it. So anything you need to explain on it? It is a map that I can explain a little bit later. Okay, that's fine. Map. Akira huffs and nods her head again, like motions her head again, like, come on. <laughs> She's worried about the giant spider that's there. Uh, we could kill him, we showed it. And then this one is just, you find 14 copper pieces and an iron spike, uh, as well as a magnifying glass. Well, sounds good. I'm, I'm going to keep everything in the pouch and say we, we, we can sort this out when we break for the night. We'll rally up and see, like, what's what's the most... I'll turn to the guy and say, do you, do you know where we need to head now? Yeah, he kind of, he seems to, like, have his wits about him a little bit more. And so he says, yes, yes, I, I can I can lead you back toward, towards uh, where I'm staying. And so he starts leading you back out down from that tunnel that you guys were just in with the, the spiders. Um, and he kind of backtraces... I would say, Galen, if you're trying to keep track of any of this, you probably ran, you know, maybe like a mile or so from, you know, uh, from where the, that temple was. But like all said and done, I'm going to say it's about three miles or something. Three miles uh, in, a, in a steady direction? Yeah, south, we'll say. Uh, so he gets out towards that entrance of that area and he starts heading down southwest and he starts taking you out through like another path through the forest. Mm-hmm. You know, you find some clearing between the trees and there's another opening. So he goes down this way and then you, you're continuing heading about east, southeast. And this takes a, a good few hours. Like he's taking you for a fairly long walk. Um, and during this time, he's talking to you just like mm-hmm. how, how grateful he is. And, you know, this adventuring business, you know, he he'd grown up wanting to do adventuring. He'd heard all these stories forever and he finally got the courage up to go out and do it. And, you know, he uh, he had this map that he had gotten and his first stop was this this temple out in the woods. But uh, but then the spiders had taken him. 
So he's telling you just sort of this information. And after how many hours? We'll say it's been about like seven and a half hour hike out of this area. And you kind of feel you're headed back towards the borderlands. Mm-hmm. Kind of a more angled kind of a way. And he's, he's telling you there's a, there's a, a hunting lodge that I'd found. Uh, it seemed to be abandoned. And uh, I, I, I'd gone in there and I stayed a few days to see if anyone was going to come back. And I, I hadn't seen anybody. And there were uh, these hunters looking for some sort of uh, some, some stag out in the woods. Um, but no one came back and I, I made myself at home. You're more than welcome to, to stay here if you'd like. And, uh, and so up ahead, you kind of see this wooden lodge. And it's it doesn't look dilapidated, but it's, it's a little worn down. But just it's definitely not dilapidated. It's still in pretty good shape. Mm hmm. So he kind of brings you towards that entrance and opens up the door and then brings you inside. And the inside is much nicer. And he's just, just come on in, make yourself at home. This, uh, any way you'd like to put your stuff down, feel free and, and I'll, I'll, I'll get some tea going. And he goes over to the, the wood stove and he starts putting things together. <laughs> and you guys are now like in this hunting lodge. What are you guys doing here? Tora, before going in, um, is going to take kind of a loop around the outside and kind of check anybody else. Yeah, I'll be with her. And I'm assuming we don't see anything suspicious. Yeah, no, the, the whole area, it seems pretty good. You know, like there's nothing suspicious about the area that you would see at any sort of first glance um, or even taking around another glance at it. It's a pretty nice lodge. Again, like the outside looks like it could use some work, but it looks like whoever used to come to this hunting lodge took pretty good care of the whole area. I go inside then, take a look like <laughs> Okay, and then it's also, so as you were walking, it had gotten to sundown. So I guess by the time you're here, the sun has already gone down. Right. I said seven and a half hours of walking to get there, so it's probably... It's about 7 p.m.-ish. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And yeah, he just says, you know, I've, uh, I've, I've tried to clean it up and make it as homey as possible. Um, I, I Honestly, I just can't thank you enough for what you've done for me. If you... If you are wanting to continue to explore out here in this area, you're welcome to set up shop here. I gotta figure out what I'm doing with the rest of my life, but uh, you're welcome to have this map and you're welcome to stay here at the lodge. I assume no one else is gonna be showing up for this, but my home is your home. Their home is my home is your home. I don't know. (laughs) I'll ask him what did you do before you came out here? I'll ask him what his name is before that. Yeah, I'm oh. just gonna say we come, if we come back inside, I'm gonna drop form to turn back into a person. Which you sh- one would think I would know this would startle people, but I I think Detour doesn't really think about it. So she kind of walks in, drops form, and then um, you know says to him, I, you know, I'm so glad you're all right. I I'm sorry. What was your name? He's not really paying too close attention as he's working right. on the E, and he like turns. He's startled because there's like, you know, ah, look at who? I didn't. Where'd you come from? The, I was here. The cat. Oh, the cat. I was. I'm. The, I'm. Yeah. Oh, what? That's that's a very interesting. Oh, chuckle. Uh, talent. <laughs> um, Thank you. Hi, I, I, I'm Piercy. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll introduce myself yeah, as yeah. well. So he kind of goes around and he's uh, introduced himself as Percy and. Uh, um, he gives a little of backstory. He used to be uh, a merchant before. You know, he'd grown up from his, his father was a merchant. He'd kind of worked in the business and he'd tried his hands at a few different things. But he's just enamored at all the stories of adventures as a kid and uh, a bit naively decided that he would head out here and, uh, and try his hand at it. Uh, and the very first thing that he got, well, the first thing was getting the map. But the second thing was attempting to use the map. And that was uh, mm-hmm. wasn't counting on the spiders. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to have like a, I, I want to know about the map. Like I see this, I one, this is my jam, like wilderness exploration cartography is like the best, the, the best non-martial discipline that I know. So this is totally up my alley. So I'm looking at this, taking it in, seeing if there's anything uncharacteristic, like different about it, unique, and talking to him about it, how he acquired it, who he got it from, the whole nine yards. I can get you some more of that information. Okay, cool. Yeah, just what if I don't want it yeah. to be like he's gone forever before I get to talk to him. So yeah, I have a great conversation with him about that. So you guys have this conversation going on for a little while. He's giving you some tea. He's got some food here and everything. He invites you guys to like stay here at the place if you want. You get the impression that like if you wanted to convince him to stay, he could. Otherwise, he's thinking he might just head back into civilized society. I actually had an idea about something with this. I, I'd like to try to persuade him that basically there's people coming out here. There's going to be need for someone to courier goods between civilization and out here. And that if he is interested in some degree of adventure, he'd be able to see some in taking that kind of a route while still being more grounded in something he's more familiar with and maybe suggest that he uh, try to set up a shop to supply those that are maybe a little more foolhardy in coming out here to do the exploration. <laughs> yeah, let me have you roll persuasion with advantage. You see his yeah. eyes already kind of like glint. He's like, oh, well, I mean, I've got some background in this. Uh, Get it. Ooh. So that's a 23. Yeah, okay. So you, like, through the course of the evening, you're kind of talking, and he's he's got this attractive young lady telling him that he should stick around out here in this this wild area, and, <laughs> and you know, you've, he's got abilities that could be useful. So he's he likes this whole situation. So, yeah, throughout the course of the evening, you're telling him that, he's he starts bouncing some ideas off, uh, off you, and you kind of keep going with that. And then uh, he's talking with Ansem about this map and how he'd gotten it. And he's kind of, yeah, I mean, you guys kind of make yourself at home here. Well, I will ask for my tinderbox back. <laughs> <laughs> Who had the tinderbox? That was Rodiger, right? I, yeah. I thought I gave it to Elias, and that's the last I paid attention. So I'll ask Elias. Oh, I, Elias will turn to say, oh, I gave it to Rodiger to light things on fire. Rodiger was like looking the ceiling and going around and give back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not lost, just uh, reluctant. Thought he could hold on to it for a while. Okay, well, you guys have managed to successfully uh, dispatch those spiders pretty single-handedly. <laughs> You've discovered uh, some sort of temple out in the woods, and uh, and you now have a map that references this, this temple as well. Uh, and you also now have a much safer place to be able to hang out at um, rather than a campfire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see, that's uh, you managed to get quite a few things done in the one session here. Let me give you guys some uh, XP here. We'll go with 550 uh, XP to divvy up amongst yourselves. Good job. We, everybody. Uh, yeah. we got we it in. We're not dead it. yet. We lived. Also, <laughs> the first spider bite uh, to Elias, and I was like, "Oh no, there are millions of these." Things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> one of them takes off yeah. a quarter of his life. Man, you guys, <laughs> when you guys shoot first, it goes pretty well. But yeah, if you get bit at, at this low level, any damage takes a huge yeah. chunk out. I was originally thinking we were going to have to fight all those thousands of spiders. I was trying to say, like, we need to just burn the forest down. Right. That was burn everything go well. down. <laughs> Swarms are no fun. You manage to just get one spider on you, but a swarm of spiders uh, 
I've had that with some players who get a swarm of spiders on them, and they pretty much just resort to lighting that person on fire and hoping for the best. I feel like we should have a better strategy for this in the future. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. This was fun. I look forward to it. Uh, I'll, I'll try to push people for availability so we can keep adventuring. All right, guys. Well, thank you again. Have a good night. And until next time. Excellent. See you then. Bye. Take care, Bye. all. Take care. Thanks again for tuning in to part two of our first excursion into the Scorchian Wilds. Join us next time as our adventures continue to explore this dangerous frontier. Until then, this has been Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Listener reviews are the best way to get our podcast noticed and gain some traction. We've got a lot of big plans for the show, but we won't be able to do it without you, the supportive listener. So, subscribe, review, and share with your friends, and we'll see you next time on Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. <laughs>